Cheers. Cheers and uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Let's let's let us do a mini episode of the Dark Multiverse of Stephen King. Yes. Uh, just talk about a couple things here for our Friday deal because there have mm-hmm. been some interesting doings in the Kingiverse. Yeah. Out there. I'm uh, Brad Munson and you're Kat Bentley Shike. That's correct, sir. Just wanted to get that out of the way right there, <laughs> right like up front. And you can follow us on Instagram or on Twitter at at Dark Multipod, mm-hmm. or go to our website, which is darkmultipod.com, because there's a lot of cool stuff going on there too, including, first thing I wanted to mention is the cover has been released, at least for the British edition, of King's next book Ooh. called If It Bleeds. So that's the one that's about journalism. Oh, yeah, well, the, the, so, the, okay. we don't really know. We know that the term... If it bleeds comes from if it bleeds, it leads, right. which is a 30-year-old deal saying if it's got blood in it, then we're going to make a headline out right. of it. All we know at this point is that it's actually not a novel. It's four novellas. Uh, yep. And what? Yeah, they're like, called, are we talking like different seasons where it's a book with four novellas in it? Exactly. That's and what it is. Ooh, and they fun. are called uh, Mr. Harrigan's Phone, The Life of Chuck, Rat, and the lead story, If It Bleeds. I love it. And if you look at Entertainment Weekly's website, EW.com, they will show you the cover, which we also have on our website. But they also have a short excerpt, the first few paragraphs of If It Bleeds, which is about Holly Gibney and the other guy from The Outsider. So this is a direct sequel to that. That one of the four, at least, Mm -hmm. is a direct sequel to (laughs) The Outsider. Sorry. Brad's, Brad was using his hands to talk in the air, and Buddha lifted his head like, excuse me, sir, excuse the petting me. has stopped. Yeah, how well, come you're not petting my head anymore? <laughs> yeah, this is my big old dog. <laughs> uh, so it, we know that much, and yeah. that's about all we know. It's coming out in May of 2020, not that far oh, in the future. Wow. So it's done, it's out there, and uh, some folks have already begun to read um, review copies of it, but we will see it in just about six or seven months. Seven Yay. Months. Uh, so that, that's happening. Good. That's the big news for this week. The big news. And then our Monday episode is... In the Tall Grass. In the Tall Grass, which just came out on Netflix today. So yep. we don't want to spoil you too much if you want to watch it and you've got the weekend. Yes. Then... Also, if you want to listen to the Audible mm-hmm. audiobook version of it, the reader is very good. Yeah. I, I did enjoy it a lot. And it's only an hour and 45 minutes. So yeah, it's, it's not long. Uh, and obviously, <laughs> yeah. it, you can ebook it or run it. It'll take mm-hmm. take you a couple hours. It'll probably take you less time to read it than to listen. I think so, but not by much. It's Mm-mm. just a couple hours. In fact, I paused it at one point and I went searching through my bookshelves and my bookcases. But I sometimes double stack things back, and so uh, I was like, I can't find it. I'm just gonna. And the whole time, I'm still listening. So I yeah, just it's left uh, it at that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, but it's well worth it. And we'll talk about it on Monday. No, no more. We're gonna say there. Also, yeah. uh, Creep Show continues. The second episode came out yesterday. I didn't see it. I didn't have time. I was I, doing other things. I did watch it. And also, <laughs> it's, it, there's no Stephen King or Joe Hill story. In right. It. I didn't see any multiversal references one way or the other oh, in okay. it. Okay. It does continue with the same comic book and the same host no voice thing it's very much the same i like that though that was a good yeah, format yeah no, it's a good format so that stuck and it's just as cheesy as the first one so if okay. you liked episode cheesy one cheesy but scary cheesy but scary and eh, not scary no, not really, really scary. Is. it's not like I didn't, I didn't hide under the, the bed but i like okay. them <laughs> uh, and the, the best I thing i want to see you hiding under the bed <laughs> yeah the, the only interesting casting is that in the first one a nazi general is played by the same actor who Ooh. played the lead in Reanimator, 
um, okay. who's been around a long time. So you know, there's a little bit of the Anything horror movies. Nazis, I mean, that terrifies me. So yeah. and and Greg Nicotero directed one of the two of these episodes this time. Really? So yeah, okay, so good. continues all in the family. If you enjoyed that, mm-hmm. you'll continue to enjoy. Well, I'm excited. It so. You had a uh, shout out? Yeah. Okay. So um, my friend, Patty Larson, she's also with the Podbelly Network here with us. I've hung out with her before in New York and mm-hmm. we went to a couple comedy shows and, and she's just a really, a really fun and sweet person. Very genuine. And I really love her show. It's called Just the Worst. And it's so, uh, yeah, Just the Worst podcast. And it's her and her friend, Valentina. The show that exposes the blackness of our souls as we talk a little bit about the worst of everything. And, you know, I was listening to episode 90, which is Real Life Blows. And it's basically like they cope together with how much life sucks and that that's okay. Like, you know, um, they do talk academia, science, religion, mostly horses (laughs) and complaining (laughs) In in a real way, though, that like is sometimes very funny. I don't know. It's just the worst parts of themselves, and they blow off steam together, and I, I just love it. And I, Good. it's so much fun knowing that that's her way of, you know, coping with life. We all have our coping mechanisms, and they're very honest about things, whether it's um, mental health or horse fucking. I mean, just like it, the topics are crazy, and they're always interesting. So maybe normal everyday subjects for us, mental, <laughs> mental health and horse fucking. But for most people, this would be unusual. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. And they're just so fun and. Like I said, Patty's a joy to be around, and she just moved recently, and I'm like super happy for her, and I can't wait to go visit her. So that's yeah, cool. She's nice. Um, I have a, a Nod Podbelly podcast that I've come across. Actually, oh, yes? I came across it quite a while ago, and just got back into listening again recently. I wanted to mention it's kind of up up our alley, so to speak. It's called the Horror Virgin. Oh yeah, no, I, I totally know about them. Yeah, yeah. and, and uh-huh. the, the basic premise is there are three guys: a, a man, a woman, and a, another guy. Yeah, the guy doesn't like horror movies; hasn't seen any <laughs> of them ever, and the other two basically force him to watch one. And, oh, that's hilarious! Uh, and then do a long, you know, it's not about an hour long mm-hmm. summary of the movie. They're very funny. I particularly like the one in the deal, and but they did one recently on the Pet Cemetery remake. Oh, they've done right. a few. Uh, they've done Christine and some others, uh-huh. but recently they did the Pet Cemetery remake, <laughs> and it's not in direct contradiction of what we said. It's a contrast to it. It's a wonderful kind of companion. <laughs> really, piece. I'll yeah. have to listen to that one. Um, it was really fun, and I'm now to the point where I've listened. I listen pretty much every week. To I haven't Virgin. listened to them in a while. I, yeah. I found them about a year ago, I think, and and I. Listen to a few episodes, but I was trying That's out what new I did. podcasts. Yeah, right? same sort of thing. And then I kind of put them in the back, and, the and then I noticed they'd done one of the King movies, so I listened. I thought, oh, this is great. Now I've gone back and listened to uh-huh. a bunch of other non-King ones. I'm they're have to try great. That. They're great fun, and they're obviously on iTunes and everywhere else. Yeah, as and is Patty. They also have a podcast. Patreon account. So, mm-hmm. and, and I um, don't know if Patty has Patreon or not, but um, definitely look up on iTunes and try to find her on Patreon. It's uh, you know, just the worst. Just podcast. the worst. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is horror virgin. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. Also, we did want to mention that we have both now absorbed the Institute, the new book. Yeah. Now, we generally don't talk about things that don't have a an adaptation to go with them yet, so we won't be covering it directly for quite a while. Right, because it just came out, I, I think it was two weeks ago that well, I... The, yeah, a couple of weeks at best. I texted been... you in the morning, and I was like, surprise, our Audible account now has the Institute. And you were like... Oh, I want to hear. I said, yeah, like no. that day. I was like, yeah. you start it today. I'll be listening to Dr. Sleep and then we'll switch. So. And we did. And mm-hmm. now I'm listening to Dr. Sleep and you yeah. just finished Institute. It is as good as he's ever been. Honestly, I, I really think so too. Yeah. I, it is so 
brilliant, on point. I mean, just with the kids, and it explains in the way that you know you have these kids with, you know, either telekinetic or telepathic powers, and how they keep them on a low voltage so that they can't rebel against them, and how they end up doing so. And it's, yeah. I mean, it's just it's, wonderful. And then a whole and, second oh, was that story. A spoiler? I mean, no, no, I'm that's pretty, that's sure that's pretty the back much cover. it. And there's a second story uh, that goes on. I mean, just look, everything about it is so good. good. He's never. And he says the top of his form at the tender age he of is. seventy-two. <laughs> Don't worry, Aww, you can't go wrong. Age. And also the audible version. I know you didn't. You liked it, but you didn't love it as much as I didn't. Um, you know, there's some voices and some people that have read, including Stephen Weber, Michael C. Hall, um, that I just love the way that they did the voices. And this one, there was times where it was a little bit confusing for me because there were so many kind of country women and men talking that I couldn't really discern the difference between which one it was and I had to back up a little bit so it kind of broke that up yeah, a little I, bit but I didn't have that problem. that was only in the beginning primarily yeah. though and then at, again at the end when things kind of start going crazy I wish I had the book to kind of be able to read he also did what I thought was a wonderful bit that towards the end when you're moving from one scene to another he does the accent of the main the POV character yeah so that if he's doing one of the South Carolina characters then even the narration is in that slight accent and I did like that in that real one of fun. the subtle ways you could kind because of, he was moving back and forth from right. from the Institute in Maine to someplace on the road to mm-hmm. all the way down there and I, I never got lost I, I don't I agree with you I don't think it's quite as theatrical and big as Stephen Weber or right. as Michael C. Hall but I definitely put it in that level it was so nice if you're an audio, audio book yeah it was a nice easy listen I really yeah. enjoyed it and um you guys can keep me interested for 18 hours oh, doing totally. okay in my book. absolutely so. yeah the fact that i only got you know tripped up a little bit twice once in the beginning and once at the end is that's yeah, not bad <laughs> so but it's absolute whether you read it ebook it or it's so good or listen it's it's as good as he's ever been it's really good and it's got that that tender side to it that i didn't I, brad promised that i would be able to get my cry on and i call you a liar so because maybe i just wasn't in the but I've been wanting to get my cry on, and I just couldn't. But it is very tender, and it's got that whole, you know, humanity, and you know, as you said, it is. It is. I think different. Yeah, it is ending. different, particularly the ending. We won't get into the ending, but it is, in many ways, one of King's most hopeful books. I would say that it kind of was. Yeah, a lot of his books in the most recent ones he's written, there is a greater element of hope. Yeah. than there are in his middle books. Right. Where he's much more pessimistic about people and the world. Here, he certainly hasn't lost that <laughs> pessimism or the belief that most people are no damn good. Right. And, but he, strangely enough, you will see an, a contrast in the last denouement of this mm-hmm. than to the stand, which I think is really interesting in itself. But yes, that definitely, is very interesting. And definitely, a, a yeah, enjoy it. It's I, great. I I really did like it, and I I didn't cry. Unfortunately, maybe I'll listen to the last. I got pretty misty again. at the end. I yeah. Admit. I but I, I mean, when one of the characters that's one of my favorites, I think when that person dies, it was so casually laid out that normally if I would be reading that with my eyeballs, that's when I would start smarting and mm-hmm. crying. But because I was listening to it, I kind of missed it and I yeah. had to like back I up. Can, I was I like, tell, wait a minute. I'll tell whoa, 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 you off yeah. mic where the one that, that finally got to me, because that would be a spoiler to mention it. But there are a couple of places where it, it got to me. Yeah. It did. And uh, he's also—it's about the best portrayal of modern-day children he's done since. Oh, definitely, the Losers Club. and and it's oh since the Losers Club for sure. And yeah. he actually dedicates it to his three grandsons, 
And in all the interviews that you see, the ones that are worth anything anyways, uh, wink, wink, Jocelyn, <laughs> uh. we were talking about like how it's so annoying that when people ask King, what scares you more than anything? Oh, and, and I said, my response was like, she was like, oh, it's such a bullshit interview I watched and you know, blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, let me answer that for you. Um, what scares me more than anything is idiot interviewers that don't know how to ask proper only, questions. Only, and more than anything in the world, I just want this moment to end. Yes, you know? that's true. The only good interview recently I've seen with him was the Colbert interview, and you can find that on yes. YouTube. I thought that, that was, was really very good. good. One. Yeah, and short. So and but, I liked it because he got snappy with the yeah, Colbert, got a little, which is little funny. Bit, which he got is a little grandpa. His, yeah, well, he's, he's <laughs> completely turned into the uh, New England downeasterner son of a not, bitch guy. Sitting in the rocking chair, just being like, damn, those kids. And yeah, it's great. It's true, it's true. But I really did. I, I Since the Losers Club, I agree with you. It's You could definitely hear that he was paying attention to his grandsons mm -hmm. very closely yes, very and closely. how they talk and how they think and everything. And, and could and, portray and very mm -hmm. realistic and from an incredibly super smart kid right. to just normal kids that happen oh to God, have powers. Yeah. That's really the other thing is they're not all super geniuses and one of them was kids. kind of stunted in how they they acted as a kid because they were so much in their yeah. brain they were so telepathic that they never developed properly right and yeah. so it's so interesting to see all the different and, yeah and you teach a lot of thought into what would it be like to more. be uh to have these if, if you were a kid and if had you're these powers, brilliant or you're, some yeah, yeah mm -hmm. some would would do well with it others it would yeah. cripple them forever so anyway you it, read the damn thing. it's really, it's really good, good. Mm -hmm. it's, really, it's, it's great to, to see and anyway, so we haven't. There's not a lot of big news right now, so there's a lot going on. Obviously, mm -hmm. in the Tall Grass and Creep Show and the Which Institute, I can't and, wait to get to. And we're going to get to. Uh, but we thought we'd end with another one of these ridiculous ads that I did almost a year ago. Now, uh, I do not think they are ridiculous. I sir. know you don't, but I do. Anyway, <laughs> I this them. this one is uh, something we did for the Castle County Ruins tour. Yeah. yeah that, uh, that, so we're going to play that now, and uh, <laughs> so we'll play ourselves out of this episode episode of mm -hmm. the Dark Multiverse of Stephen King mini episode, mm -hmm. and we will be back on Monday with In the Tall Grass. Yeah, and I'm so excited. So, I can't wait to watch it. Have fun. We'll uh, listen up, and we'll uh, talk to you on Monday. Yes. Bye. Bye. Okay. Okay. Is this thing on? Sure. All right. Yeah, well, uh, hey there. Whatever you are. This is Benjamin Merrill here. No relation. So I'll talk to you about the Castle County Ruins tour. Yeah, you heard it right. Seems like every mass hole and tourist from South Bend to San Diego keeps traipsing up here to see what all the chilly fuss is about. So we're giving in and starting up a real live, or partly live, bus tour of our very own. Because let's face up to it, we got ourselves plenty of ruins to visit. Like right up the road here, you got the burned out remains of Salem's Lot. And you can still see part of it smoking and embers still glowing even after all this time. Trust me. We only visit there at high noon and on very sunny days. I mean, it's stupid. And not far away, you can see what remains of Chamberlain, what there is after Kerry White got done with it, but nobody's bothered to rebuild there either, and we all know why. And then we hang a sharp right turn and go into that weird little crater south of Haven where some folks say a flying saucer crashed a long while back. Nobody liked that TV series. So, and anyway... That's a quick trip to Shawshank Prison, now that it's all closed up, or, well, mostly closed up, seems to me. And even though they're working hard to get Castle Rock itself all back up and running like a real town, there's still plenty of burned-out buildings to enjoy, ever since that big old fire back in 90 or 91. And we end up with a 
little late night picnic at the monument for all those poor kids that disappeared down the sewer in Derry. Can't remember what year that was, so getting kind of fuzzy. Be that as it may, come on and join me, Benjamin Merrill, well, no relation, I'm telling you, for the Castle County Ruins Tour. One bus, no waiting, no guarantees you'll get back in one piece. $20 ahead, whether you got a body attached to it or not, and we leave from the rebuilt gazebo in Town Square every Saturday, 9 a.m. sharp. If you ain't there, you ain't going. That's all I gotta say. Now, get off my lawn, I got work to do. Slackers.